Good cozy morning to you. Yep, it's that time of year. Praise God for layers. <laughs> Scott's not used to the cold weather because, well, he's from Africa. I'm just a little African boy. It does get cold there, however. Yeah, we don't have insulation in our houses, so it does get cold. So you need to bundle up at night. Yeah. But you're still just not used to the, like... Chill factor. The chill. And I also don't think your skin is either because your skin gets extra dry in the winter. And I think it's because you didn't grow up in cold weather. It's because I didn't grow up with tallow bomb. <laughs> Praise God for tallow. If you've never made your own tallow, I highly recommend it. You can actually buy like tubs of grass-fed tallow, which is beef fat, from Azure Standard. And you can make your own tallow. So if you don't have access to getting like tallow straight from a cow, you can at least do that. That's how I started. And it's been a huge blessing to us. What and do you mean tallow straight from a cow? Well, like, if you're buying a cow in bulk, oh, like, yeah. and you then have to get it off of the, like, separated. Gotcha. <laughs> so there's a much lengthier process to starting tallow from the tallow you get straight from the cow, whereas this has already been filtered. Gotcha. And it's, like, just the tallow in a tub. You still have to, like render it multiple times in a crock pot with salt to get that smell out but i was really grossed out by tallow at first but putting now, it on your face yeah now it's normal yeah so we put it on our face every night except we've learned i think also your tallow making skills have gotten better i think your first batch smelled like beef on my face whereas... no this is the same batch i made one huge batch really i've just gotten used to it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah huh but I was going to say, if, you, if you're going to put towel on your face, it's very moisturizing, but you actually need to put, like, hydrate your face first. So put some sort of, like, moisturizer. Uh, I put jojoba, vanilla jojoba oil on our face. You love the smell of vanilla it Smells jojoba. like Nesquik. Put that on <laughs> our face first and then put the tallow balm on and it, like, locks in the moisture. All of that to say... Joel Salatin has a great quote. He says something to the effect of every dollar saved is a dollar 30 earned. And he's talking about tax, right? He's talking about the two income household where the wife goes and works. Mm -hmm. And so now instead of being able to save money by, by building your own home economy, by doing a lot of things yourself, you're now having to buy everything, you know, so you're having to and buy not your only own. Are the incomes being taxed, but then everything you buy is also taxed. So if a woman is working outside of the home, that's box food. Or I was going to say eating, eating out, out mm -hmm. how much you get taxed on that and beauty products. Yep. Health stuff products, that you couldn't be making at home. Detergenty cleaning products, like so, all the stuff that you make in, yeah. and in bulk. Yep. So like instead of being just taxed on your ingredients and then making the products, you're being taxed on already made very expensive things and that stuff adds up so a question you often get asked is like well it must be nice you know to live on one income not ever not everyone can afford that yes i was gonna say it's like that like it's a luxury that you're able to what a privilege that you're able to do that and for us it's a choice of values we're yeah. rich at the things we value we're poor at everything else you know so so many people they what they choose to spend their money on you know if you go and look at your bank statement for the last six months there's so many things that you're spending money on. Well, that is your values. You're rich at the things you value. And obviously having a household where both, 
people go and work, that's your values. That's fine. Yeah, if you want a fancy car, mm -hmm. all of the facials, massages, like if that's all that you, if that's what you're spending your money on, then that's fine. Don't complain about not being able to quit your job to come home. Yeah. We don't at this point in our life spend extra money on those things because I value being a homemaker. I value being at home. And do we want to get to a point where we can spend money on extra things like that? Yeah, we would, but we'll sacrifice it now to be able to live the life that is in alignment with our values. Yeah. So when it comes to earning money, there, there's a lot of questions as well around homemaking. It's like, well, are you allowed to earn money? Like, does that go against biblical gender roles? Like a wife earning money? Like, no, it's fine. You know, the Proverbs 31 woman, it's of course, like there's as much work in the household as there is outside the household. Like you can, you can find tons of things to do and even monetize it. Like if you're earning money, praise God, that's, wonderful addition to your household yeah the question is are you ruling the work are you ruling the money not is it ruling you right so if you go off to a job you know to work for trader joe's or work as a graphic designer all the things you did those jobs ruled you they totally. ruled your time they ruled your energy My, i was gonna say like you would leave how often when you you don't just work a job you come home and you bring that work home mentally when i worked at trader joe's there would be drama and i would bring that home to you and and process and talk about work so it's good to work is your work building up your household is it helping your husband with his work and his mission or is it taking you away from your household is it taking you away from your husband that's what you really have to evaluate when it comes to but i want to work i want to be a, a boss babe or whatever because that's a the next well, big thing i think the pendulum has kind of shifted I've noticed, and maybe it's just the spheres that I'm in on social media, that homemaking is trending, that so many women are now being confident in their roles of being a homemaker. This is actually very valuable work, what we do in the home. But now it's almost like homemakers are being monetized and there's this pressure on homemakers to now make money from home and to feel guilty if you're not making money as a homemaker i mean there's even like people offering courses of like nighttime side hustle like this is how you can make money for your household even while being a stay-at-home mom and it's like i think we've missed it <laughs> we're now yeah if this stuff stresses you out it's like you probably you should probably avoid it like you don't want to do stuff that stresses you out takes you away from your first duties, your first work, which is the home and your husband. The priorities mm -hmm. of your role of being a homemaker is first to, mm -hmm. to helping your husband yep. and to looking well to the ways of your household. Yep. And then, then comes if you can also manage creating an income from home, praise God for yep. it. But the moment that that becomes stressful, anxiety, or the moment that that thing is ruling your time then that's the moment to step back and be like is this ruling me or am i ruling it because we, we've spoken about this of like anytime we've need we've had money anxiety or like money issues or whatever it's the the conversation should be how does your wife help you go and make more money you know how can you help me be better at my job how can you help me uh, with my work projects, with how, yeah. how can we maximize my income earning potential? It's never your responsibility to, to go and now money. go make more money. Now, 
it should never be how can I make more money? Yeah. The question should always be how can I help my husband? Yeah. Now, if your wife has an amazing easy income where she's earning a ton of money and it's not stressing her out and it's great, like God bless, like, and like praise a pa passive income. Like yeah, if it's praise passive. God. Praise God for that. That's wonderful. Don't feel bad about that. What we're saying is I'm not putting the burden on my wife to go and be the one who's responsible for making all the money. So we know a lot of people who's the husband and wife manage a business together and the wife works and helps her husband with much of the business. Mm -hmm. But if she's sick or something comes up and she has to, to not be able to go to work or to help that day, the business doesn't fall apart. Yeah. The, the business isn't dependent on her needing Carrying it. to hustle and bustle every single day to maintain it. It's like, oh, no, she can stay home and rest that day. And I think that's important for us to understand as women is how God designed our bodies very differently than men. Men do have the ability to get up, hustle, like work hard. I mean, you were made for that. Whereas for us, like we have a monthly cycle and at different times of our cycle, we have different energy levels to be able to do things. And there are times during our cycle that we need to rest and to not push our body to the extreme. And that is a huge blessing of being a homemaker is during that time of your cycle, you can take it easier at home. So I can you know, I sift all of my wheat berries because sometimes there's stones and debris in the wheat berry we get. So it's like, that's a great project. Or you can fold iron, laundry, fold yeah. laundry. Like there's so much you can still do to be building your household without this weight on you of I'm not making money for my family. Like, I'm not doing what I need to do. And we have, we have, I have gone through that cycle. And I think we all, as women, we have been in this feminist boss babe world of pressure that you can do anything a man can do you should do everything a man can yeah do. you can make all the money you want if you're not making money you're lazy if you're not building a an empire who are you what, what if your you husband doing? dies <laughs> or leaves you <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is the culture that we're in with this pressure so i understand why we have it we have to get out of that habit of thinking of how can I make money or feeling guilty for not making money? And I mean, I've even with our, our flipping and resale business, there was a point in time where it was super stressful for me. And that's when we like took a step back and was like, is this ruling me or am I ruling it? Now I feel like I'm in a great frame for the resale business. It's been a very fun passive income. And, and I say passive because I haven't stressed about it. When I get to it, I get to it. You know, when we talk about masculinity and femininity, the reason that men are attracted to women is because they're not men. So when, when you're trying to be a boss babe, it means you're trying to be a man. You're trying to compete with men. You're trying to do man things. And so what, you know, a guy doesn't want to go and work his job and pursue his mission and compete and all this stuff. It's heavy. And then come back home and now have to compete with his wife and fight with his wife. and Or be the feminine one to his wife. Yeah, be like, the, <laughs> I, I'm here to help my wife, be the help me to my wife. We want, we want that polarity again. We want the masculine and the feminine. So if there's something that's making you stressed out and angry and competitive and... Uh, Anxious. What's the word? The, uh, contentious. That's going to affect your marriage. It's going to affect your relationship. You know, if you resent me and then I resent you and now we get into a resentment cycle. Yeah. So, you know, if there's money anxiety, 
it's the it's the man's responsibility to earn the money to provide to go compete and fight and contend it's the wife's role to help and to manage things at home so he can come home to a peaceful mm-hmm. atmosphere to a like Oh, you just got done working hard and you want to come home to rest, to be to be nourished. Mm-hmm. And and it's like there's there's such a different strength that is offered because like there's a lot of women who are like, well, I'm really good at at my job or my skill or my trade, uh, you know, better so than my husband. You know, and it's like I grew up like that in, in our family business. You know, my mom was basically my dad's general manager. She was very competent um, at working for my dad. But they ruled the business. The business didn't rule them. You know, so if my mom needed to take time off or if my mom needed to uh, do what she wanted to do, her hobbies or whatever, that's fine. She wasn't, you know, oh, you have to be here eight to five every day, 300 days a year, whatever it is. The other side of it is my wife has so many perspectives that I don't see when it comes to me doing my work, when it comes to me pursuing my mission of like, would you try this? Have you tried that? What about this? Can we do that? And it's like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Like never thought about it. And it helps me actually pursue my mission better. You know, there's things that you help me with. There's projects, there's tasks, there's... Or reminding you of things. Mm -hmm. Like, you have a lot on your plate. So it's like, oh, did you remember this? Like, thinking about those type of things. A big part of being a homemaker is vision for both people. You know, so many ladies ask you, well, like, well, what do you do all day? Watch Netflix? And it's like, no, that's what... Actually, it's been men who also have working wives that ask me what I do all day yeah it's like no you would watch netflix all day because you don't have a vision you know there's a lot of work to be done so for me like we have a vision and you have to do this as a couple is sit down and be like all right lord what is our life here on earth like what are we doing with the time you've given us what are the things we want to do that would be meaningful what are the things we want to contribute you know what body of work do we want to leave to our children's children what body of work do we want to leave to our local area to our place Mm -hmm. that we've lived here you need to ask that question. You know, if we had 10 million bucks, what would we do? What would we be doing, having, being, all that kind of stuff? And then you need to take those things and put them into schedule, into actions of like, here's our tasks. Now, there's some people who are bulldozers. They're going to go a thousand tasks a week. And there's other people who are going to plod and do one, two, three tasks a week. The point is you need to be going in the right direction. And so a lot of people don't have that vision. You know, the guy, because I've been here, you're stuck in a dead end job, you're burnt out you're like i don't know what i'm doing i'm depressed and so you start self-medicating right you want to escape you want to buy toys you want to go eat out you want to go on holiday to try and fix a lack of vision same thing with wife like you get frustrated when you don't have a vision of like well what what am i doing why am i doing it where are we going yeah so that's a a real uh, thing we want to encourage is have a vision together and then have a weekly meeting like check in every week on like here you know we actually have a little board on our like where we eat we have a board that's here's our big audacious prayers here's our testimonies you want that scoreboard you want to be like hey here's the things that are happening we've done it this is awesome we have a scoreboard for where we spend our money and we can look like oh okay like this is where we spent this and this is where we made money from our incomes we don't so much budget ourselves we track where our money is going and then we can examine those things Mm -hmm. and that is a scoreboard for us too definitely we hope this was helpful to you guys as far as the home economy you know can a woman work yes work is good the proverbs 31 woman is a beautiful example of a working woman she's not working for another man she is the ceo of 
her household. She manages her home economy. And there is so much work to be done in our home. There is always things that we can be learning in and growing in. And there's so much work to be helping your husband in what he's doing. And and if you don't know what that is, talk about it. That's when you sit down and be like, I want to be your help me, but I'm not sure how to help you. I mean, we've done that in seasons where I'm like, I, I want to help you, but I'm not sure how. And sometimes that's making sure that there is nutritious meals for him to be eating. That's um, making home a nice place to come home to. That's, like I said, reminding of him of things. Whatever whatever your husband does, helping him with those things. And I also want to touch on, when we say be a helper to your husband, that doesn't mean... Uh, the, so there's also wisdom in my wife being my helpmeet. It doesn't just mean she's my employee and I get free labor from her. I mean, I might as well just hire someone. You know, we, we laugh about it all the time of like, you thought you needed to be an accountant to be my helpmeet. Yeah. And it's like, no, like we can hire an accountant. Like th- that, again, am I putting stress on my wife? Am I putting a burden on my wife? Expectations of things that I'm not capable of doing, doing, which would be being an accountant. Yeah. So what are the, you know, what are the strengths of your wife? You know, are you putting her in a place to succeed and be energized by what she's doing? Or should you actually be hiring someone else to be an employee, you know, so that that you you. can keep your wife as your wife? Yeah. And I also want to talk a little bit about uh, social media, too, with does social media rule you or are you ruling social media? I think that's really important right now, especially with just how these people who run these platforms have created them to be this addictive doom loop. And it's like, is being on there taking you away from the roles of your household? Maybe there's people that you need to unfollow. So if you do get on, it's this very inspiring group of people that inspire you to get off and to start creating things like I've dwindled down who I follow and I've actually started following people that make art like um, knitting pages and stuff like that because I see them making a a pattern that's what you're doing right now you're knitting so you're getting inspiration from people who are knitting and it makes me want to go knit like Mm -hmm. when I'm seeing someone else making something it's like oh yeah I have a project going I'd rather be doing that than sitting here watching someone else do a project so using social media in in that way so we hope that was helpful uh, feel free to leave more comments and questions or uh testimonies whatever um because this is always a fun thing to talk about because again we're learning from scratch so bless you guys and we hope that you enjoy the rest of your day we hope you enjoyed today's episode please leave us a review and if you want to follow along on youtube our channel is scott and kelly and my instagram page is home with kelly kelly with an i thanks so much and we hope you have a blessed day